I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I could never be replaced, they'll know sooner than later. An arrow pointed at who assumed it was greater. Amazing what I get in return for this labor. I continue leaving trails, but won't be for the blazers. To the fans, man, I love you, it's unconditional. Reasons for me leaving the city's nothing typical. So it's imperative not to believe the narrative. Just know that what I left is better than what I inherited. I leave at peace because I know in the end that this is business. Hope you remember all the things you got to sit and witness. In the future, man, I hope we greet with hugs and kisses. But you should know that they the ones who chose another mission. All right. All right, Natalie. Uh, let's shout out to the old school. Uh, welcome to 106 in Park. Welcome to Yo MTV Raps. Whatever. Whatever it is. Whatever. Whatever. It is. See, y'all don't know nothing about that. Y'all know it. Y'all don't know nothing about it. 106 in Park, they don't know about that. You're speaking another language. I know. Another, another language. Uh, welcome I'm to Spotify. Though? Am I free? How about that? <laughs> well, welcome to Spotify. Welcome to the stream. Welcome to, in all seriousness, welcome to Sirius XM Channel 85 and Brother from Another. Wherever you're viewing, listening, <laughs> Peacock TV, uh, consuming this product, we appreciate you, your family. We love you. And uh, spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, your sons, your daughters, cousins, aunties, uncles, everybody about Brother from Another. So, Natalie. You're here, and I want you... See, I, I spent some time earlier today kind of annotating. I was annotating every lyric, every line from Dame. Say, okay, what is that? Okay, that's nice. That's just in there for some... That's some ill ear candy. Ooh, but wait a minute. This means something. This means something. Let's go back. Uh, you probably did the same thing. What does Farewell, the latest release, hot release from... Dame Lillard mean to you? I mean, for one, he's just so dramatic. Like, <laughs> he's just dramatic. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't want to like discount leaving an organization that you've been with for all the time that he has, what is it, 11 years? But Dame, he's just very melodramatic, in my opinion. It's like, 
it's of course you're gonna be sad i'm sure you've built a lot of relationships there but i just feel like he's throwing he's sending shots at the blazers and i'm not saying that the blazers were perfect in this scenario but i feel like there's just a lot of i just feel like dame gets this thing that irks me that other players don't it's like he can do no wrong no matter what so like somehow even though he's being sent to a contender right you know he's he's saying all this stuff in his lyrics you know um they're the ones who chose another mission it's like <laughs> bro you requested yeah, a trade you requested a trade and all i right. mean you you had to and i think people have been telling you to but i don't think like look portland is not like this free agent destination okay um it's been reported that him and Giannis wanted to play together for a long time but neither wanted to budge on where they went um that's because neither is Milwaukee right so you both played in destinations that free agents are not screaming to go to you know like they're not like running to get there um there's only so much the Blazers could do to try to get you more help so do I think that they were like the greatest no, but I also don't think that they did you like incredibly dirty and they had to do what was best for their org. But in my opinion, Michael, I think that this is a very good deal what they did. They're sending him to a contender. Oh. They're sending him to play with Giannis. Ooh. Apparently, according to our friend of the show, Mark Spears, his agent made it known to the Bucks that he would be open to going there when it didn't seem like Miami was going to come through. So they sent you to maybe not your number one destination, but probably to a better chance to win. I just, this is a win-win to me. What do you okay. think, Mike? Uh, I, I will listen, listen, Natalie, uh, I hate to take it to, uh, to, to five mics and five stars and get into the race. Please you don't know do. about that. Sorry, Source Magazine. Shout out Source, shout out Vibe, all all the all, all the old school hip hop magazines. Um, Double XL, I will say don't this. forget that one. Okay, of course, of course. So I used to intern there. So, that, you know, <laughs> before we get into all that, I have gone too far. Let me just go back a little bit okay. and just ask you, uh, in a rating system of five mics, shout out yeah. Rakim. Uh, all right, so a rating system of five microphones. What what are we doing with uh, Dame's bars? How we feel about the bars? Forget about the, whether you agree with it or not. Flow, just rhyme scheme. What we got here? I mean, I I do think Dame is a solid um, lyricist and rapper. So we'll give him. Me too. I'll give him a four. I do. Like I think I, he I, has some same. bars. So I give him a same. four. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's definitely not whack. Like he's not like Shaq and others back in the day who tried to rhyme. He's not like. You know others. I'll just leave it there. Oh, you think Shaq? Oh, you thought Shaq was whack? You said he was. I whack, mean, huh? I didn't think he was great, but there have been others who probably yeah. are not as great either. So he's not the only one. I probably didn't need to single out Shaq. Yeah, well, I don't want still, that other yeah, hive right. coming for me if I call out the other ones. So I'm just Shaq's <laughs> got Shaq's got a hive. I know he had one. Uh, no, the, the, so, another one. Leave it that. Okay, another one. I would say <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you, Natalie. A couple of things before I get into Dame and, and uh, his little shade at the Warriors, I mean, at the Blazers. I think the Blazers deserve five mics. Oh, yeah? I never say this. I never say this. When you trade five mics, I don't think people understand you, what a five mic rating is. Please give them a little historical context. The best. Okay, that's <laughs> the best they could have done. They made a great 
trade and you usually don't when you trade great players you usually lose it's just that's what makes them they're so great so a lot of teams they will they will pull this they'll pull that and and they'll have a lot of names on the list it's like yeah we traded for this guy this guy that guy and that guy and you go okay great you put them put that all those players together you still don't have anybody like dame lillard and i'm not saying they got da- they got dame lillard in return but they did get a guy who averaged 18 and 10 last year that phoenix didn't want and, and DeAndre Ayton. So he's an 18 and 10 guy, really good player. They got a bunch of first round picks from Milwaukee. Maybe that doesn't mean anything this year. It will in a couple of years. Dame's 33. I don't know when Dame starts to decline a bit. What does that mean for Giannis? I don't know. Then they also have Drew Holiday, who they will turn around and flip for another, you know, couple first round picks. They had the second pick in the draft. They picked up a player that they like very much with the second pick draft. So I, I have no issues with it's a lot better than this. Hey, you know, we'll give you Tyler Hero, said Miami. We'll give yeah. you Tyler Hero and this and that. No, 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 no. That was not the trade to make. I think the only way they could have done slightly better is if they had dealt with Toronto, but I don't know what Toronto would have been willing to give I don't up. I think Toronto they, was willing to give up what was needed. Yeah. They usually look at you cross-eyed when you start talking about Scotty Barnes, and I think that's what it would take. And or OG. Portland, yeah. Gonna, yeah, or somebody like that. But as far as Dame, let's just go back here. Dame, I have to say, as, as skilled as he is as a rapper, he's skilled. Nice wordplay. Yeah. Nice, like, nice yep. arrangements. He's good. Agreed. He's a whack um, salesman. Uh, he's a whack <laughs> strategist. When it comes to getting out, he is the only one. You, you try to find me someone else, find someone else who has tried to get what they wanted and failed like Dame did. Let me give you an example. James, James, James Harden was in terrible shape, still wanted to get out of Houston. He got it, got to Brooklyn. Got to Brooklyn, was there for a minute. Hey, I want to get out of Brooklyn. He got it. Kevin Durant wanted to get out of, I know he's a free agent both times, but... He got what he wanted. Uh, Kyrie Irving got what he wanted. He wanted out of Cleveland, got to Boston, wanted out of Boston, free agent, uh, got it, goes uh, to Brooklyn. Anthony Davis wanted to go to the Lakers. He got it. Uh, Kawhi wanted to get Paul George out of OKC. He got it. Dame, wait too late. Dude, you late. You like you wait until after the draft. Well, you know what? I'm going to see what they do on draft day. Then I'm going to make my decision about what I'm going to do. Okay. They don't do what you want them to do. You asked to be traded to Miami. Very specific, very public. Your agent screwed it up. You could have just been quiet. You could have been working quietly behind the scenes. He doesn't get Miami. It winds up in Milwaukee. Lord. Sorry. Look, look. Milwaukee basketball-wise, great. He don't want to go to Milwaukee. He don't want to be in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And he's not at the point where he can say, I'll just sit out. Dude, you got three years left in your contract. Right. You could say, Natalie, maybe Kawhi didn't want to go from San Antonio to Toronto, but he was a free, he was going to be a free agent. He had one right. year. He definitely and he, lacks and he won his leverage. Chip and he bounced. So Dame is the only one in the player empowerment era who made a demand only great player who made a demand that I want to go there and fail. 
Well, I think something else is going on though, Michael. I don't think it's just that he lacked leverage. And I don't think that it's just that he and his agent mishandled this. I think it's also a reality check for Dame that he's not the level of star, nor does he have the cachet that some of those others who you just named did, right? Even Anthony Davis was able to pull it off, like not in the season that he wanted, you know, the Pelicans sort of did it in their own time, but he did get to the Lakers, right? You know, you you mentioned Kevin Durant, you mentioned Kawhi Leonard, you know, you mentioned some real James Harden before, you know, what he is now. I'm hearing, I'm I'm not hearing a lot of love. There's going to be a Natalie freestyle in a second from Dame. I mean, uh, I'm just saying, I don't know why he thought he had the ability to do this. I really don't. And I always said that, like, I was just like, you have zero leverage. Great player. Because he's, he's a great, a great player. player, but he's still not the upper echelon. And so there's still going to be a limit on how much people are going to want to give up for him. He's a great player, top 10-ish probably, but he's still a, a, a small guard, right? Like there's still yeah. the things that you're pairing him with Giannis. You're not making him your centerpiece. So there's going to still be some things that people are not going to be willing to give up, right? Like Brooklyn, other teams, they might've been willing to maybe gut things a little bit more, you know, like if this was, you know, Giannis making this trade, right? And he would, with more time on his contract left, don't you think he would have gotten it done? Don't you think that he would have gotten oh, yeah. to where he wants yeah. to go? If people, And that's just my only point. There's still going to be, as much as people want Dame and as much as great as he is, he's still a notch down from those guys. And so you also don't have the power to to make those kinds of demands. This is so, what it is. Natalie, Natalie, let's get, <laughs> let's get to it now. Let's get to okay. it now. Let's get to it because I feel like we're dancing around the edge of the room. Let's just get to the center of the dance floor. There are going to be lines around you as you kind of like take the spotlight. Let's just get right to it. You don't see Dame the same way everybody else does, do you? You don't, because when you say top 10-ish, it sounds like you're a little reluctant. Most people would put them in the top 10. They might put at them at 10, eight, 9. Maybe. At, at 10. 10. Or, or There's definitely seven, nine eight, players nine. you can name better than Dame. Definitely. Okay. Like 10 is fluid because there's a lot of different players who can compete for 10. That's yeah. why I said that. So it's not that but like you know, I wouldn't put you there. It's just there's others who it, can compete. Do you for think that. this is, is this your, um, and I, I'm not, I'm going to say, I'm not saying this uh, negatively, but is it like the team you follow, the team you really, that team that has your heart is mm-hmm. the Golden State Warriors. And Correct. I've said before, if you're a Warriors fan, you don't, you respect Dame but you don't fear him and it might be Dame. It may be unfair. It may be Dame. It may be the team. You've always, you take on Portland. Portland has never pressed you. Portland has never taken anything important away from you ever. Mm-hmm. And so you look at Dame, his numbers in the playoffs versus Golden State are extremely ordinary, far below his regular yep. season average. Do you think that's what it is that you've seen him in high pressure situations and how, and how elite players and elite coaching can kind of, mitigate some of the things that he does extremely well and make him like even like 85% of his normal self. Do you think that's where your, your, your lens is coming from? It's okay to say that I have a little bit of a bias. Sure. Like I can acknowledge that, you know, Um, and I want to be clear that like a, a good majority of Warriors fans love Dane because it's the Bay and he's from Oakland. So the Bay loves 
Dame. I am not from Oakland, right. so I don't share that same love. But um, so yes, there's a there's a part of me, but it's not so much it's like a oh, like Dame can't get shine. It's the way that he's often catapulted and put into conversations. You know, Michael, you know the visceral reaction you had when it was even suggested that Steph could be in a category with Magic Johnson and like you're like, no, and just dismissive. It's the same thing. It's like Dame is nowhere near Steph's level. And I need y'all to stop thinking and putting him in categories. You said like he nowhere is. near. You no, said he's not. No. And I've broken this down many times on the show. We near. don't need to go back and revisit that. But that is yeah. what I believe. I've laid out the basketball reasons why I believe this. And I hate when people constantly say, oh, if he had Steph's team, he could do what he did. No, he can't because he doesn't have Steph's capabilities or skills. So it it annoys me. It irks me. But aside from that, because they do that with multiple players. So that it's not fair yeah. for me to take that out on Dame, what the media says. But it's also Dame and his former partner in crime, CJ McCollum. They just used to have a lot to say. They used to chat a lot. There was always a lot of little subtleties and things that I took as shade and that I didn't appreciate. You know, Stefan is too kind to call things out. Not me. So I've never cared for that, any of that, you know, but I don't really have a personal issue with Dame. I do think he is a great player. I do think a pairing with Giannis is going to be incredible. I do think they will be one of the top te- top three teams in the NBA, best in the East for sure, most likely. On paper, they look like it. I know that they're the title favorites. So, you know, but I also do think he gets a pass for things. It's similar to the way you used to talk about Jimmy Butler and how it's like when he plays well, it's like, oh, you know, and when he doesn't have a great game or when he doesn't show up, he it just gets overlooked. LeBron, Stefan, they're not held to those standards at all, right? And so that's what I'm saying. Like, we're going to either treat him like those guys and we're going to critique him like those guys. And yeah, if we're not, totally then fair. I don't want him put into conversations with them. And that's all it is for me. Totally, to- totally fair. And uh, I will say, and we'll, we'll talk about it when uh, Vinny Goodwill comes on in a few minutes, that the day after, like we do this with trades all the time, and I, and I want to get Vinny's take on it. As soon as a trade happens, we go, ooh, championship. And then we always miss something. I, I wonder, I want, I want to know what Vinny thinks uh, no, we're missing because we did that. Remember, uh, Natalie, we were out there, uh, Super Bowl. We're preparing for the Super Bowl. Yeah. And Phoenix acquires Kevin Durant. And yep. we all say, oh, watch out. Oh, the Suns. Oh, it. not quite. Right. Not, not, not quite. I, I'm not saying you said it, but a lot of people did. Oh, the Suns, this is it. They made a move for yep. Kevin Durant. They, look at look at them. Look at the firepower with Booker and. Uh, and, yep. and KD and Chris Paul and uh, the day after I'm not so sure I know what Vegas says but we'll talk about that later but real quick since we're talking about music, since we're doing music videos and music talk yeah. um, let's just take it let's go from the source to you know billboard uh, billboard magazine and just real quick uh, talk about Taylor Swift Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift will be in New York City well Jersey mm-hmm. uh, coming up yeah. <laughs> on Sunday night <laughs> on NBC. <laughs> shout out NBC. Shout out Peacock. Sunday night football. Jets and Good Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> yes, great. And, um, you know, Travis Kelsey, I, you know, I know a lot of people want to talk about the relationship, Natalie. I just want to say this real fast. Travis Kelsey uh, is the third best, uh, third highest paid tight end in football. 
and I know there are some jokes going on on TikTok. It's really great. It's very entertaining. People on TikTok saying, "Oh wow, you really like, you know, uh, Taylor Swift discovered this guy. She discovered this guy. He was a nobody. She discovered this nobody, Travis Kelsey. It's very funny. Okay, I know there's jokes like that, but she didn't discover him. We know he's more than the third best tight end in football. Yeah, he's fantastic. The money is good, but compared to his peers, not so much. And yeah. I just think, look, Natalie, Travis Kelsey and his relationship has done more for the Kansas City Chiefs, bottom yeah. line, in the last week than he has done in the last year, including Super Bowl week. The money that has come in to yeah. the NFL, and specifically the Kansas City Chiefs, if I'm Travis and his people, I'm like, nah, the deal is done by Sunday or Taylor will be at the stadium and your boy won't. So give this, give this man a new deal. Give this man a new deal right now. I'm going to tell you a quick story. So a friend of mine, New Balance, I don't know if people know this, New Balance is based here in Boston where I am. Yeah. So the, the, the shoe apparel company in Boston, huge headquarters, great. Taylor Swift, I have a friend who works in New Balance. Told me the story. Taylor Swift wore, you can see right there, those are some New Balance custom-made 550s. Yeah. Red and white. Yeah. Taylor Swift put those on. My friend says business goes crazy. Sold it out. Did. He went to London. He tried to get them in London. He couldn't get the 550s. Uh. Sold out because of Taylor Swift. The scene around the stadium on Sunday is going to be crazy. Twitter yeah. followers, fans, jersey sales, the Just status of the Kansas City Chiefs all up there. So with this, and, and the last thing I'll say, and Natalie, you take it from here. Fans usually uh, get a little, uh, your basic fan, your basic NFL fan gets upset when a player says, hey, I want my cut. Yeah. Oh, these guys make so much money. You know, how much is too much? Well, the or if Travis Kelsey ain't going to get it, who's going to get it? Clark Hunt. Right. Okay. So right. I just feel like he needed to be paid anyway. And I, it's a little yeah. tongue in cheek, but I'm serious. Hey, let's make this deal. He's worth it. And look at all the money that's coming in because of his name and hers. Right. So I think that point you made is important that he already is underpaid and deserving because a lot of this new found cachet is honestly due to Taylor. And so if that that relationship, whatever it is, situationship rather, let me call it that, goes awry, you know, then what? Because we know Taylor likes to make songs about her her exes, right? And that still might garner attention just because of that. But, um, and then there's just also that she's just a higher level of star than him. And just in my experience and from men I know, you have to be a pretty confident man to be able to withstand that, right? So like, yes, it is good yep. for business, but like it also comes with like some strings attached. But I do want to say shout out to um, Taylor. Her influence is real because those new balances are ugly as hell. Okay. Those are not some kicks <laughs> I would ever rock ever. And the fact that she has there. all these 50s and other people running out. Now let's see the big picture. Let's see the other one yeah, running exactly. out to body. Yeah, yeah. Y'all like to make fun of my yeah. boy Steph sneakers, but come on. What are these? Like these look yeah, like grandpa sneakers. It? I would not rock those. <laughs> I would not rock those. That would never be a part of my fit. Come ever. on. So, Come on. Hey, Natalie, you got to 
Come on. Hey, listen, if you want to go matchy matchy Natalie you go you got the white so this he got like a, a, a white shirt with some splash of red and black Never. in it. First of all, my you know, friends look matchy matchy. If I ever wore them sneakers. No, oh, yo. put those on you ain't not feeling those. No, the new balance 550. This is like, listen, all the stars, all the cool kids are wearing them. All the cool, cool kids, kids who? Taylor Swift. Must be another generation. Sorry. Taylor Swift. It, Taylor Swift is another. Ooh, I'm a Zennial. I'm not a part of it's Gen another, Z. I'm a Zennial. Gen X, millennial hybrid. Let me drop the mic on this. It's not another generation, Dame. It's another era. Oh, you see what I did there? You see what I did there? Oh, all right. Put the, put the music on. Put the music on. <laughs> thus, thus ends. Thus ends our little our little music block. I uh, love these. Do it BFA, again. BFA, BFA, BFA music block featuring Natalie. We got Vinny Goodwill coming Thank up you next. For having me. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Yo, NBA, man, y'all need to look into the Bucks for tampering. Y'all do. I'm just going to put that out there. Y'all didn't hear it from me, but I heard it through somebody. Y'all look at him for tampering. If you were to pick a player that would help you win a championship, who would you pick? I would pick Giannis. I hope he would get to play with Giannis at some point. Those two would be a very, very nice combo. I mean, I would say just the, the dominance, you know, somebody that's, you know, going to get to the rim. He's a good playmaker, a good defender, disruptive. And his the way he plays complements the way I play. I would bring something to the table that complements what he does and vice versa. Seamless. Seamless, seamless. That was Dame. He said that last December. And here we are 
Vinny Goodwill, Dame Lillard, a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. So you got Dame, you got Giannis, you got Middleton. And uh, Vegas says that's good enough. The championship odds, Vegas thinks that the Milwaukee Bucks are your favorites. Dame, uh, uh, I, I look at Dame and Vinny, I say, we're missing something. It can't be this easy, can it? They just can't be the favorites. Maybe we're being too emotional and too impulsive by anointing Milwaukee. What say you? I mean, I picked the Bucks last year before the playoffs started to win the NBA Finals. So that was before they acquired Damian Lillard. I mean, this is a franchise that's had the most wins over the NBA over the past four seasons. They, they're already championship made. So it's not like we're talking about a team that hasn't done it. Yeah, they're a little bit older, and I think that's going to be a concern when you have Brooke Lopez, who's older, Giannis, who's trending in that direction. Now he's not a baby anymore. Damian Lillard is in his early 30s. So, yeah, you have concerns, and losing Drew Holiday is no small feat. I don't think people should underestimate the loss that you have with a guy like that who's the best defensive guard in the game, who authored a couple of some of the biggest plays this franchise has seen. And I'm very curious about the fit between Giannis and Damian Lillard in the first 44 minutes of the game where Damian Lillard has to play off of Giannis. And in the last five minutes, I'm not worried about that at all. Like, I'm not worried about Damian Lillard taking shots from the logo. I think the Bucks have figured out or will figure out their late game offense, with they, which they've struggled in. And I think they'll figure out some things defensively to kind of cover up Dame because he's not the best guy on the perimeter. But to say that they're far and away better than everybody else, I wouldn't say that. But I think like mm-hmm. everything else we've thought before now, Mike, they're maybe one of three teams that I would say has a realistic chance of walking into the season saying that we should win the championship. Yeah, Vinny, that was going to be, I, I think you nailed it. Cause I was going to say, I, I think they should definitely be considered one of the title favorites, but I think not what's missing. Cause you said it, but is being overlooked a little bit is how much their defense will suffer Um, if at all, right? So, like, the offense is going to get better, but the defense will take a hit. And that probably won't matter so much for the regular season, but in the postseason, when teams start to game plan, um, that could be where you see it become an issue. Like, do you have any concerns? Because we've seen in the past, like, when Dame, and it's different, right? He has Giannis now, I understand, you know, Brooke is there. Like, he he has better people behind him. But in, in the past, you know, like, if you think back to that series, with with Portland when they played who was it um the Pelicans right and they just kept trapping him that entire series and like Dame was like obsolete there was nothing he could do um do you have any concerns over what could happen on defense I think you figure those things over the course of 82 games I think if this were a trade deadline move and you have less time to develop cohesion less time to game plan less time to figure out how teams are going to come at you I'd be 100% with you, but they'll have a complete training camp preseason. They'll have six full months to figure that out. My concern, if there is a real concern, is Damian Lillard played 58 games last year. I know a lot of those games were on the back end where they were sitting him because they wanted to get in the big, big sweepstakes. Chris Middleton played 33 games, knee injury on the front end, and coming into the season, he was coming off that wrist injury. Giannis has averaged around 65 games the last two seasons. So basically you're saying your top three players, maybe they'll play 65 games. And we're not talking about guys that 
you know, want to rest and everything. Cause I don't think there is a concern in that direction. But when you have all these guys coming in together and you're having to learn each other, you need to get as much sweat equity in the regular season as possible to get yourself ready for the playoffs, to get yourself ready for whatever that postseason grind is going to be. Yeah, there's a concern defensively because we've seen situations where Damian Lillard has struggled, but he's never been on a good defensive team. I think he's played on two top 10 defenses in terms of the fits and proficiency his entire career in Portland. But now you're walking into a situation where the expectation is going to be there for you to play defense and for you to not just conserve your energy for one end of the floor because you have to carry everything. That's going to be the adjustment. We've seen Dame struggle in the Olympics on defense where he was replaced, I believe, by Drew Holiday. And then that's yeah. the guy that he's traded for. It's just funny how these things kind of go in circles. Uh, and it's funny how you have a, a knack for leading us into our next topic because I was just about to ask you about Drew Holiday and the best fit for him. Uh, am, am I crazy or is he a perfect fit for the Boston Celtics? Or am I crazy? Is he the perfect fit for the Miami Heat? Am I crazy? Is he the perfect fit? I mean, there's so many teams. There's so many teams that can look at Holiday and say, oh, I like his size. I like that he can post on offense. He's a good shooter. He's a good ball handler. Uh, he, he's a defender. All the things that Milwaukee saw and benefited from uh, during the championship season. Where does Drew Holiday go next? And that team that gets him might, ha- might strengthen its championship odds a little bit when they pick him up. Drew Holiday is the low-maintenance person that you want to date. They ain't going to bother you, ain't going to badger you, but when you go out with them, you're going to have a good old time, right? That's him. Low maintenance, but it's placed with a lot of energy. Like you said, he can fit in a little bit of everywhere. I think he fits in perfectly with the Miami Heat, not just because they have a hole at the position where clearly they need a high-level perimeter player to go alongside with Jimmy Butler and bam, but just because, hey, I don't know how great he would fit with the Boston Celtics, considering I don't see them having the assets, considering they just went in and got Chris Porzingis, they traded Marcus Smart, they're trying to figure out something with Malcolm Brogdon. I'm not sure if they have if they have the oxygen there to go get Drew Holiday, and consider the fact that he can opt out of his contract at the end of this season and presumably sign for a longer deal. So you don't want to sign him for a rental. You got to be able to absorb him and say, "Hey, you're someone that we're going to keep in." for the foreseeable future, but you're right as far as him fitting in everywhere. If I'm the Chicago Bulls and I'm missing Lonzo Ball for the entire season, I make a run at him. If I'm any contender that does not have a high level, a top three, top four point guard in the NBA, I am making the calls. I'm going to see Portland. Hey, what do you want? Because we can't really assess what Portland got out of this trade. Everybody wants to throw the flowers at Joe Cronin and say, yeah, you didn't you didn't bow down and send them to Miami. Yeah, you just sent them to the team with the best record in the league last year. Slow your roll. But until he, we figure out exactly what he's gotten in return for Drew Holiday, we won't know how to assess this massive trade in the long term because passing up what he passed up in Miami, the jury is still out on that. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just don't think that um... – Tyler Hero is going to yield you better assets than a Drew Holiday, but I could be wrong about that. So for me, it's not really about 
like bowing down. Like I just, I'm giving the Blazers credit because I think like you made a business decision that got you better assets. Um, I feel like if you're the Miami Heat though, you have to go all in because you put all your your hopes into getting Dame and you didn't and you've lost some pieces, right? Like, I mean, you've gotten weaker um, in, in the Eastern Conference. Now I would say arguably the only teams that got better are the Bucks and the, and the Celtics because, um, you know, the Sixers are in disarray. But if you're trying to get back to the finals, if you're trying to be in that upper echelon, I don't even think Drew does it for you, but he's a pretty good consolation prize. That fan base is pretty upset right now. They're losing some faith in Pat Riley. So I think you have to go all in on trying to get to get Drew because you you need him. You actually need to improve your team. Far be it for me to criticize Pat Riley considering he's going to the finals two times in the last four years and was a Jimmy Butler missed three-pointer from going to three finals in the last four years. And people are saying they're disappointed. They're disappointed in him. Like, <laughs> hey, he is living on a yacht at 77 years old. He don't give a damn what anybody is saying right now. But to yes. your point, but to your point with Jimmy Butler turning, I think, 33 or 34 and Bam being, you know, still being relatively young, but he's not going to necessarily carry your franchise. You have to go all in. This is today's NBA. If you think of the Bucks and the Phoenix Suns, they were in the finals two years ago. Only Devin Booker remains from that Phoenix Suns team. This Milwaukee Bucks team looks drastically different from a team that won a championship, and it wasn't that long ago. So when you think about teams that are going for it, if you're the Lakers, if you're the Clippers, whomever you are, the NBA is a 24-month cycle. You cannot rebuild longer than two years. You can probably not contend longer than two years without making significant changes to your personnel. You can't toe the line. You can't say, hey, we're going to hoard all our draft picks and we're not going to spend to the luxury tax line. If everybody else is going all in, you got to go all in too. Can I ask well, you a question? I'll just say this. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. You ask, ask me a question, question about go what, ahead. Are you going to ask me about what Magic said? No, no, because we can talk about that offline. Um, but that's not for today. Uh, but what I want to ask is if there is a team that may potentially overreact to this trade and now do something, who do you think it might be? That's a great question. I don't see any, great I don't see anyone necessarily overreacting. A, I don't see the Knicks having the gumption to make a serious move. I don't think the Philadelphia 76ers ever really want to go all in because they've got the James Harden problem. And I don't see the Boston Celtics really doing anything out of character. That's not usually in Brad Stevens' MO. You've either got those teams really at the top, then you've got Miami that they're trying to figure out. Are they the team that went to the finals or are they the team that was in the play-in? Toronto was not a team that traditionally leverages everything. You've heard their name in the Dame stuff, but I don't know if I ever because Masai Ujiri always seems to ask for a lot without giving up a lot. So I'm not sure, uh, Nat, if there's a team that's willing to just play into this. I'm not saying that they're going to concede. In the West, I I don't know if anybody panics because, A, people don't usually cross-conference panic, and people respect the Denver Nuggets enough. I don't know if they'll be feared, but they they respect them enough I think everybody's going to play out the first few weeks to the month of the season, see what happens when John Morant gets back, see what Oklahoma City looks like, see what happens when that inevitable 
Chris Paul, time to go to the bench conversation happens in, in the Bay Area. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of questions that all these teams have internally that they have to answer before they can go outside their building and look for personnel moves. Well, I just have uh, one more thing for you before we let you go, Vinny. Look, uh, your basketball knowledge, uh, just fantastic as usual. I got no problem with that. Look at your background. The shoes up there look great. You got the waves rolling like the Atlantic and Pacific combined. I mean, everything is just nice and fresh. Everything looks great. I, I, I feel something coming. I feel something coming. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Feel oh, something coming. coming. I, feel some, I feel some kind of way because I see the Anita Baker. Like, but get, get, Let's focus on Vinny's background. You got the Anita Baker album back there. I see that. I like that. And then you got that damn. Why you still got that damn 42 to 16 sign up there? And I know what it means. I know a lot of people don't know what it means. I know. What does it mean? I know. What does it mean? Oh, I know. What does it mean? I know what it means. It means Michigan, uh, you know, fooled around and won a game against Ohio State. Finally, once in a generation, Michigan football team. Okay, twice. You mean two? Yeah, twice. 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 We got something for y'all I mean, this year. Look, look, I'm sorry. We Ryan Day is too busy arguing with Lou Holtz than worrying about what's going to happen to him at the end of November. Y'all, y'all better focus on the task at hand. Yeah. Hey, the game, yeah. is, the game is in our number this year. Don't get your feelings hurt three years in a row. Oh, we like, have some hey, Ann Arbor's great. Oh, I love Ann Arbor. As a matter of fact, I might, I might come through. I might come through <laughs> Ann Arbor. It's great. It's a great community. Shout out Ann Arbor. We'll see you in November. I, and I hope uh, maybe it changes signage in November. I look forward to it. <laughs> I'll put the I'll put the new score. Okay, Later, I hope. Man. Okay, that's a bet. That's a bet. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. 
Mm-hmm. I know you've talked a lot about Zach's individual growth and you guys seeing his progress. Where specifically have you seen it? Because statistically it's not there with the completion percentages lower and quarterback ratings lower than his first two years in the league. Yeah, for sure. No, that's fair. Has, uh, has Zach shown you enough to keep him as the starter going Yeah, forward? he's fine. Zach's going to remain your starter, but will you start getting Tim reps with the first team in no. case he needs to play? Is it fair to the rest of your team to keep sticking by Zach through this? Yeah. Do you get any sense that you may lose your locker room if you stick with Zach at quarterback? And could you address the reports that Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan, you turned them down an opportunity to come to you? Um, no, I'm not worried about the locker room. we got a great locker room. They'll be fine. Um, and as for the other stuff, I'm, I'm not going to address that. We all acknowledge he has to play better. We, we all acknowledge that. He acknowledges that. Um, uh, teammates acknowledge it. He acknowledges it himself. And, um, you know, but the, the key is to have confidence in yourself. You have to. For him, um, definitely needs to get better. But at the same time, you, you've got to maintain your belief in yourself and, and your teammates and, um, and play within yourself and not try to press and make things happen. Just play within the structure of the offense, get the ball to your playmakers, and let your playmakers go to work. And uh, as soon as, as that starts happening and the ball gets rolling in that regard, that's when the confidence will start to stack. Oh, Connor, uh, what a contrast. Not, contrast here from Robert Sala. And not just in the words of Robert Sala, Connor. You notice in the first clip when he's like, hey, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah, I'm not worried about the locker room's good. Uh, as a baldy, let me tell you, the head was looking perfect, okay? When he was talking about it, the <laughs> head was clean shaven. It was uh, not a hair to be found, no stubble. And that backup clip, you can see the stress. The growth is starting to come in. Oh, I don't know. It wasn't as clean and perfect as before. Uh, what do you make? Okay, oh, yeah. See, now, now he's good there. That's good solid. Look at that. Look at that dome. Look at that dome. That dome is shining. Oh, the next one. We got a little shadow. Oh, oh, little stubble. It's not so great. Darkness coming in. Hey, Connor, what do you make of this? And uh, it's the one questioner, right? Who says you risk losing the locker room if you let Zach Wilson keep going out there doing what he's doing. I mean, absolutely. There's no denying it. There's a lot at stake here, right? And let's start with Robert Sala, who I, I truly do feel for in this situation because he's the guy that gets trotted out there at the podium by nature, not just every single post game, but after practices throughout the week. And he has to answer for this, right? And, you know, a guy who has a larger fingerprint on the roster and the reason they don't have a backup because of Joe Douglas, who's done a lot of good things, don't get me wrong, but they don't have a backup. Because Joe Douglas opted to maybe save face or try to reestablish a guy they took number two overall as Aaron Rodgers' backup. And Joe Douglas doesn't have to speak to the media after games or throughout the week. So you can see the frustration mounting for Salah. Imagine having to answer questions that, let's be real, you don't have full control of. And some people will say, well, he does start Zach Wilson every week. Well, the other option is Tim Boyle, okay? So there there is no other option at the current moment until maybe Trevor Simeon, yes, Trevor Simeon, works his way up from the practice squad learning the offense. And I think, you know, touching on the locker room here, guys, is that you have young players that you're trying to not only develop them, but have this team learn how to win because there will be a time next season 
when Aaron Rodgers is back and expectations are cranked back up. And that doesn't mean you just hit the simulation button and go through a season that you win, what, three or four games. You, you can't operate like that in the NFL. These are full-grown adults that are working their professional livelihood out there, and they care about winning. They care about providing for themselves, and they care about their careers and everything that comes with that. And you also have a fan base at stake here that's not stupid. The fan base can't sit out here and listen to this for another three more months and say, hey, we're going to roll with Zach. He knows he needs to get better. So I think ultimately what's at stake here is no team is trading their backup the first month of the season because that waves a bad message to their locker room. The Jets have been trying to buy themselves time with Zach Wilson from a poor decision they made with this roster months ago by not getting a real backup. And now they're dealing with those repercussions until somebody is finally available. Well, Connor, but how far can it go? Um, you know, they're trying to buy themselves time, but they're they're not properly constructed to do that. So how far can they go into the season before they do have to make a drastic change or, you know, what happens? You know, I, and I, I know I shouldn't ask two questions at once, but I guess my other question is that are they all in on still trying to do something this season or at some point are they going to say, hey, we're in on the Caleb Williams sweepstakes? I just don't. What What direction do they want to go in? It's just hard for me, Natalie, to see them going to the ladder into tank mode because there were so much expectations. You have to provide for the rest of the roster. It's not fair to those guys. It's not fair to an aging CJ Mosley. It's not fair to Garrett Wilson coming off an offensive rookie of the year trophy to have him go out there and put up, what, 600 yards because nobody can get him the ball. And that might be being polite at this point with what he's dealt with these last couple games. I, I think to really answer your question, though, what is the breaking point, right? I mean, if this nobody expects him to beat the Chiefs, that that much is obvious, but they also can't get another quarterback ready for the Chiefs anyway. But if this team loses to Denver in two weeks, Denver that just gave up 70 points to the Miami Dolphins and have been an, a, a complete embarrassment under Sean Payton after they were a complete embarrassment last year under Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, that's the boiling point, right? That is where you're starting to look at it and go okay, are we going to go into the bye week where we lost to the Chiefs, Broncos, and Eagles in a row? We're sitting here, what, one and five. Is there even a move that's worth making? If we go get Ryan Tannehill, Jacoby Brissett, Gardner Minshew, whoever it is, somewhere around the bye week, is that quarterback going to be able to bring us back from the dead of one and five? Maybe. We've seen crazier things in the NFL. Is it likely? Not really. So that's where you're starting to worry about the breaking point of if you don't at least get two layup wins and you got one against the Bills, which wasn't a layup. They had to really scratch and claw for that. But you got to beat the Denver Broncos. You're a better roster. You need to be at least two wins at the bye week for this season to really matter. And that's a really scary place to be if you're Robert Sala. You know what, uh, Natalie and uh, Connor, one of the headlines we put up really got my attention uh, there. It said, you know, Robert Sala and his bizarre loyalty to Zach Wilson could cost him his job. And I was thinking, all right, Salah has bizarre loyalty to Zach Wilson, but you know who else does? Uh, uh, folks at, at NBC Peacock, because you know what, Connor, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I love Zach Wilson coming out of BYU. I was riding for Zach Wilson. I love Zach Wilson. Chris Sims loves Zach Wilson, had him over Trevor Lawrence. I think we talked to you. I think you like Zach Wilson too. Like yeah. We all liked him. What did, did we miss? What didn't we see? Now, with the benefit of hindsight, what did we gloss over that we shouldn't have? We're gl- the with, fact with, that, with that yeah. The fact that he was just rarely ever under pressure in college, Michael, to a degree of how it works in the NFL. And 
it's a trickle effect, right? And this happens with young quarterbacks. You go from the college level, depending what level of college you were at. And he played for BYU. So some of the schedule was a bit of a cupcake at times. And the fact that he had a really good offensive line in front of him that year, they had NFL caliber players on that offensive line. Then you go to the NFL where everybody's always under pressure. Even the best offensive lines in the NFL get beat and the game becomes faster and you either sink or swim. And what I mean by that is you're either going to learn how to make anticipatory throws. You're going to learn how to climb the pocket. You're going to learn how to slide protection pre-snap and see coverages to make sure you don't get yourself into trouble after the snap or you start to form bad habits. Your eyes start to drop when that rush comes. You start to take your eyes away from your playmakers. You start to throw some interceptions, which in turn leads leads you to not making throws at all because you don't trust your arm. You become really, really gun shy to try to fit the ball into tight windows, which is how the good or even average quarterbacks live at the NFL level. Zach Wilson, you go back, and this is crazy to say, but you go back and watch his first NFL start against the Carolina Panthers a little bit over two years ago. He looks like a totally different quarterback because he hadn't Hmm. formed a lot of those bad habits from struggling at the NFL level. Was he good then? No, but he was he made some pretty wild throws and looked a lot more confident with the body language and the physical ability. Now that he has no confidence, he's formed really bad habits. It's also tapped into not utilizing his physical ability at all. And this is how you ultimately get a quarterback that it's harsh to say, but becomes a bust. And it's the reality, the harsh reality of the NFL for many guys that try to make it at quarterback. And I know we probably have to let you go soon, but just really quick, what, um, what would success look like for this Jets team at this point? Is it finishing at 500? I, I don't see them making the playoffs. Like what Ooh. would success be for them to look at it and say, we lost Aaron Rodgers. We dealt with all the Zach Wilson stuff. And this is how we finished our season. Yeah, it's a great question, Natalie, because right. The, the expectations have changed so much. It felt like the expectations were the floor of them was playoffs. And then let's see what happens. And now without Aaron Rodgers, it's, a totally different picture that everybody's trying to figure out what what can we expect and i think for me it would be building continuity and momentum into next season and while that may seem crazy this is a young roster it has a lot of young talent on it whether it's quinn williams sauce gardner garrett wilson Brees hall the, a lot of the pivotal players on this roster are well under 30 years old, some of them well under 25 years old. And what they need to do is they need to rebuild the confidence that they had over OTAs and summertime under Aaron Rodgers at some point of this season that things don't get so bad that you're firing all of the coaching staff and you're blowing it up and you don't know if you're really all in with Rodgers next year and you don't know if you're really all in with some of your veteran players. You really need to band together and start to win some games so everything stays tight that you know when formerly number 12, now number eight comes back, that you can pick up where you left off when he was there, but this time with a backup that can get you through a tough stretch because the guy will be 40 years old and old quarterbacks and young quarterbacks in this league get hurt. That's the reality of the NFL. Connor, always appreciate the time with you. Uh, On the way out, give us a quick prediction. Who wins tonight? Lions, Packers, who you got? I got the Lions going into Green Bay and winning. I love this offense. I think they'll be fine. And I think ultimately Jordan Love might have some young quarterback mistakes that ultimately decide it for Detroit. No love for All Love. All right. I like it. The analyst for Brother from Another, Connor Rogers, picking the team of Brother from Another, the Detroit Lions. Thank you, Connor. <laughs> Appreciate you. Bye, Connor. Bye now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal 
and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. It's been, it's been good for them. Um, something that Colorado's needed and haven't had in a while. Um, and, and Dion's Dion and, and, and his son and, um, you know, Travis and all those other players have done a good job. Um, you know, it, making you know, that, that, that side of the world um, and that, that stadium and all of that very exciting. Um, and so uh, it'd, be, it'd be a good game and really excited to get out there, go versus the defense. Um, our, our defense go versus their offense and, uh, you know, to have, have the crowd rolling at us. All right, that's USC quarterback Caleb Williams, and he's so cool. He's so, he's so calm. He's understating, Natalie, this game is going to be fantastic. It's not going to be like Oregon, Colorado. It's going to be a classic. Both of them go show out. I'm telling you, give me the buffs and the points. What do you say, Natalie? Yeah, I, I just love their approach and also their coach. Like, they dole out flowers, you know. They're appreciating Dion, and they're not, like, going after them. And I, I like that. And I think it's going to be a star-studded event. We thought there were a lot of people out before for that last game. This one is going to be crazy. So I am looking forward to it, and I'm hoping that Colorado can have a good showing. Good job, Natalie. You had a great showing today. See you all tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection including fever sweats chills muscle aches or cough tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to emerge as you learn more about tremphia including important safety information at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527 see our ad in food and wine magazine for patients prescribed tremphia cost support may be available the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. 
Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.